What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the TK Athletics podcast with me, girls varsity basketball head coach Chris Race, who's been with us for three years now. Chris, you you have a tough schedule, and I see it every single year. And you haven't you haven't backed away from playing the toughest teams, Calvary, Westminster, Seminole Ridge, so far this season already. Uh, what's the biggest benefit that you have when you make the schedule and put these tough teams in early? Um, well, initially. The, the end goal is to win a state title. Yeah. So in order to win that, you're going to at some point have to beat that level team. And actually, some of those teams are in 3A with us. So, um, But I have uh, some younger kids on our roster, and they've never really seen that level of high school basketball. And so we're kind of preparing them for that. And then, excuse me. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Raise your mic up a little. Yeah. OK. All right. Is that better? It's good. I, I could hear him fine. Maris is very OCD, Dang, everybody. Maris, jeez. Maris Proch, everybody, just ruining an interview. Let's hear it for her. Goodness. Clap, clap, clap. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but, I mean, re realistically, just getting the younger kids to see that level of play, the quickness and the strength and athleticism of high school kids compared to middle school, it's, it's not even close. Yeah. Um, but those two are super talented ninth graders. So, you know, it's not, good. It's not a huge stretch for them to get, to get the level we need them to. Uh, just a follow-up real quick. Now, I know those ninth graders play some high-level travel, AAU-type stuff. Yep. Is it similar? Like, are they getting that similar competition within S their age level? Sometimes. It's hard to because there's not that many of those level teams. So when you okay. go to, like, these big AAU tournaments, they play for the Wellington Wolves, and that team was phenomenal, has a bunch of really talented kids on it. Um, but when you play in these tournaments, it's kind of the same thing. You get put in a bracket. Sometimes you play – really good teams and sometimes yeah. it's really bad it's hard to control that yeah, and obviously the mature level is yeah. different when you're playing ninth graders or seniors so as another follow-up question um talking about the upperclassmen with this uh hard schedule that we have this year um do you think that this uh hard schedule prepares our upperclassmen uh well for uh college ball yeah that's part of it as well there's a few there's a we have two seniors one of them will play in college and then one of them is just going to go to school um, and then we have a few juniors that are college-level players as well. And most of them have played high-level travel. So they're the older age groups, it's a little higher level for them. Um, but playing these schools, they have kids on those teams that are college-level players too. So it's kind of a gauge to see where you fit in with, with other players in the area. Yeah, yeah. So get them kind of adapted early into playing that high-level basketball. And it kind of just shows for them, like, what they have to do, what level they have to get to for to sure. actually get their goals. So. Yep. That's big time right there. Um, what's your What's your team like, Chris? This year, you got some different. We got new players in here. Well, I know there's some decent. There's some personalities. On you that know team. what? We're We're all kind of growing together. Like initially, when you just, you know, you put all the names on paper, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, it'd be great. You win every game. Well, we We got to learn how to play together, and everyone's mm -hmm. roles kind of change too. We don't really have a natural point guard like we've had the last few years, so it's kind of like a committee and kind of see who fits where and you know, try to put kids in the best position to be successful. Yeah, yeah. And that, I know that's something you, you've been talking to me about, it's finding that the ball handler. Who's, yeah. who's really going to take hold of that? And So far, it hasn't been anyone yet, so we're still <laughs> working on that. Still a work in progress there. Christmas Classic coming up, so yep. hopefully we can get something going there. Uh, well, give me some of the goals that you set for this team, maybe at the beginning of the season, maybe how they changed over the first eight games, um, something you talk with the girls about. Well, initially, like off the court, I, just, I want them to be good human beings and mm. and support each other through everything because basketball it's it's a lot of time together 
between practices we practice a lot we you know they're together a lot of times so you have to learn how to you know the ups and downs of, of that many girls yeah. all in one area at one time it's you know it's 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 tough sometimes <laughs> so but i had older daughters so i've kind of already seen it a few times before i got to this yeah. level um but on the court you know the ultimate goal is to win the state title yeah and in order for us to do it we have to grow off the court as well as on the court so um you know the girls that want to play in college i want to prepare them for that the girls that are just going to school i want to prepare them for you know the the trials and tribulations that come with going to college mm. you know i just try to you know my background with my older daughters i can you know i can give them a little bit of what i've seen and went through with my own kids so hopefully that's helpful to them at some point and you played some basketball in back in the uh, day well it was a while ago <laughs> but yes yeah i grew up in illinois um i played for a really successful high school program up there west aurora um my junior year we were 28 and one we went to the uh we went downstate they call it in illinois in champaign yeah and we played a team chicago king they were the number one team in the country they were you know 32 and oh it was ridiculous they had two seven footers six eight six eight and their point guard jamie brandon was a six six point guard it was like an playing an nba oh my team gosh and our center was like six five and then you know i'm six to 140 pounds like it was chris race playing power forward against oh man <laughs> dude that's at least it was fun six, coach eight. race playing against four logans yeah kind of uh, that's what it looked logans like with a, yeah yeah for sure average size of like what six nine there my good that's a high school team yeah yeah i played juco in illinois for two years at illinois central and then uh 90 94 i transferred down to pba and you know, you can't, I came down here and with one <laughs> backpack and never left, and here we are. There you get there you go. 25 years later. Hey, there, there's some, uh, there is some highlights I have heard of this man dunking. Not only dunking, but, like, highlight dunking. Some, some VHS tapes. Some VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my hands on a couple of those. Okay. Maybe get a signed one. Come on. For sure, for sure. Christmas right. gift for Ryan. Yeah, Christmas gifts. I'll take it. Come on. I just don't know. I got to find a VHS player, though. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. I got a bunch of tapes, and I can't even watch them. Those are uh, those are rare. I think, uh, I think they're actually you can find those on Amazon for a high price. Yeah, they almost look black and white when you watch them. That's how <laughs> old I am. All right, he's not actually not that old for those that don't know Chris Reigns. This man can still ball. He still scrimmages with the boys team. Put some work in. You can ask Logan Knight if I don't want to. Logan's in the building right now. He every now and then. Every now and then. Uh, okay, some random questions here. He, he, you follow the NBA a lot, okay? Definitely, uh, definitely an old school guy right here. No doubt, uh, uh, Chris Race. Uh, oh, here we go, <laughs> sliding in, sliding <laughs> in for the kill over here. Okay, he wants to talk let's go, NBA. let's go. Oh goodness, we can't make this go, go too crazy. But guess. I just want to know, let me know, what's your thoughts on the current NBA? I mean, it's a broad, broad question, but I know you you think they're pretty soft. But I like to. Well, I, I, it's <laughs> a whole different game. Like I enjoy yeah. watching. I love watching. Like yeah. to, Steph Curry to me is like the best shooter of all time. Not even close. Any era. It's not even close. That stuff that he does is just it's it's, it's incredible. And and the guys are, you know, they're super athletic. It's just it's changed from when, you know, back when I was in high school and college. Yeah. Yeah. So just the physicality is just not being allowed. I mean that's in back in the, I mean, if you watch the old, you know, Bulls and, and Pacers and Knicks and Detroit Piston series, there was no you weren't going up doing these highlight dunks because you would get body slammed. Like that's what happened. You would get taken out of the air to the ground. Yeah. And then yeah. you, you might get beat up when you're down there, too. So it's just a different game. It's a whole different game. Yeah, and I, I th even think you look back in the early 2000s, like that Pistons team from the early 2000s. You got the Ben Wallace. You got the Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. Like the Malice in the Palace, for for example. Like 
Those dudes those, and, but those guys are kind of right in the middle. It was kind yeah, of transitioning. Right yeah, because yeah, trans- Rashid Wallace was still – he would shoot threes, <laughs> but he was still – you know, he would still come fight you. True, true. Yeah, no, he would definitely fight. I mean, yeah. that, that man led the league in techs. For sure. Most years. But I think a lot of it, for me, it comes to the refereeing. So, we yeah, got definitely. this, Christian. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah. do, I do think that uh, the game of basketball is definitely different now. Um, back in the days of young coach race, um, a tech then <laughs> used to uh, just be like – like you said, a dude getting body slammed and punched in the face. Nowadays, um, guys are barely getting touched and they're getting fouls, and that is pretty ridiculous. Leo, what's your thoughts? Leo, current um, NBA. It, it has gotten softer, I will say that. Okay. You still got to respect the players, how they play. I mean, they're just trying to make it safe out there. I respect it. I respect the rules. I respect most safe. of the players. I respect the players nowadays than back okay. then. For example, LeBron, he's better than MJ. Oh, oh come no, on, no, no, no. You come can't on. just throw that in this. See, so even LeBron, like LeBron in that era, there's no doubt he's still going to be one of the better players because he's big and strong and athletic. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Six, eight, but like the two. way he, the way I see him flopping six, when someone runs by him or crying every time, I mean, he would, he would be – it was like felonies. The fouls were like felonies. And yeah. a lot of times they didn't even call technicals. People I, get punched. I like to hear this from your mindset. Let's say he's born in that era. Yeah. Okay. Do you think this because the way the rules are, because of how soft the NBA has become, that they almost he's kind of become that because of the NBA? You think he'd be any different back then? Yeah. If he'd have grew up then, it would, he would have been playing like those okay. guys. And and and, and, and as athletic as he was, he would have been one of the best players. He still is. Like I'm not saying he's not one of the best players. Yeah. yeah. But like I, the mindset that I saw with Jordan and like Kobe. It's just not the same. Well, you can see Kobe was a way better player when he was younger playing against those, like, mailman guys that were just (laughs) – they were so – they were, like, 6'5 power forwards, and now you got, like, 7-foot Greek monsters out there, like Giannis. Yeah, he's a a monster, no doubt about it. And you saw – It is hard to have a comparison of Giannis back then, but – you also got guys like Larry Bird who could just shoot the ball. Yeah. Shoot and the Larry ball. Bird, if you go look at all the career averages, he averaged every category I think is better than LeBron. If you go look at his points per game, rebounds, mm-hmm. assists, I don't know exactly, but I'm pretty sure. But I, and, I, and I'm not I saying like Larry Bird. it's just a different era. It's just it a is. different era. But like there's a you know when everyone says like the mailman thing, there's a ton of Hall of Famers, and a ton of top fifty players were all in that era right there. I mean, yeah, there's a there's I mean. Magic going against Larry, going against MJ. Tons I mean, Carl Malone, John Stockton, and all those guys. I, I honestly think both are good. Like, I don't. I I'm the guy that's right in the middle. Like, I res- I respect the crap out of what MJ did, and I uh, respect what LeBron does. I think they're two different. I think they're two different players. It's hard to compare them. To. Yeah, for sure. It's really hard. I to I, I, I to me for me, it's like the killer instinct thing. Like, I don't see it with LeBron as much. Maybe he does, but I see the little weird celebrations yeah. and I'm you know going to South Beach. I know those guys back then would ever did crazy stuff like that yeah no you're right they would not have joined like that especially I now like, i think that i was happy being a miami heat fan <laughs> I, I definitely agree there was a brief hiatus where i stopped watching basketball after lebron left when i was young as a heat fan but i do think that coach race is right about the killer instinct especially now just because guys like mj and kobe would literally play through anything think of like the flu game um, MJ's flu game and like when Kobe was coming back from that Achilles, um, I, 
I do think LeBron is a dominant player in today's era, but like his mindset of honestly caring more about Twitter than he does um, actually playing the game does really hurt him in my eyes. Well, it's fair, but that also MJ didn't have to deal with that. To, to yeah, I mean, I, the, the social media is a huge part of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at our own kids. You know, I turn around and it's like a TikTok battle over here. We can't, we can't run a, a press break, but we, we would, we're yeah. top three in the state in TikTok <laughs> battles. I guarantee you that. Uh, I'll just leave the LeBron thing on. I think uh, the Killer Instinct thing. I think he's kind of. I mean, people say you're born with it, but I think he's kind of grown to kind of have that to a certain degree. Because early in his career, he wasn't finishing games because he was scared. And now I think well, he's I mean, kind of he, got over you know, that I to see a He's had headaches. He sits out. Oh, the AC turned off. <laughs> well, going back to the cramp I mean, game. listen, Kobe Bryant <laughs> tore his Achilles. He got up and walked down and shot the free throw. LeBron would have been – he'd have been out for five years if that would have happened. He got poked I'm in the eye. Not gonna yeah. do, I'm not going to disagree He got poked in the eye and stayed on the ground oh. for a minute and a half. People have – yeah, it's unbelievable. All right. I do – we'll let Leo come one more, come more, with one, one, more. one more and then we'll last question. You still got to respect LeBron's game. I think. Oh, I respect him. I definitely no think doubt. he's number one. Now. MJ, I'll give him a couple MJ years two. ago, maybe. And I'll probably – I think he wins I'll a championship or two more than I think it's a legit conversation. I think right now I I would probably lead MJ Who, still. Who's your three, But I would though? go talent-wise. I'll pick LeBron. I who's think he's three, the most though? talented in history one and NBA. two, it has to be MJ LeBron. If not, if not, they're not one and two. Then uh, I like. Top three. I'd put Magic up there. I'd put, put Cream up there. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. put it like a little circle of five. Jordan's always one, and then we can talk about the other ones because Kobe at some things probably two, but LeBron at some things he's probably two. But yeah. none of them are one. That's not a discussion. We're ending on that. We're gonna let Coach Trace have, the, have that ending. <laughs> <laughs> so is who, it the Chicago who, end? Who's one though? Who's one? You said MJ. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's not yeah. a discussion. That's his, that's his 100% now. Too, listen to the NBA players. It. When the NBA players talk, that's not a discussion. Jordan's one, and then we can talk about all the other ones below that. <laughs> just, then it's hey, just listen, like, so, like out you guys hat. are young. You never really watched Jordan. You're, you're right. Like everyone says, oh, he had Scottie Pippen. No one knew who Scottie Pippen was. He was played at Central Arkansas. He was like 150 pounds. Yeah. Nobody knew who he was. Dave Corzine, like he had some legitimate Same plumbers and – electricians on his team like some of those guys he had were just not that good uh, a couple of short white dudes as well a little steve kerr out there man could shoot though come on put some respect on steve kerr's name man could shoot oh my goodness chris race getting a phone call is it murray smith <laughs> oh, okay it's, <laughs> it's the boss <laughs> it's, the, it's the boss it's the actual I'm boss sorry. his wife that just Shout proves i'm old race. my dang phone uh, is on sorry <laughs> Yeah, and it's that tone, dude. Yeah. So, so uh, sorry. Speech. Speaking of uh, Coach Murray Smith, um, anonymous sources have told me <laughs> that um, they believe that between the two of you guys, you are the drippier coach as far as your outfits for games. Oh wow! What is your uh, thoughts on that? I mean, that that's kind of like the Jordan Lebron. There's number one, <laughs> and then there's Murray Smith as far as dressing. Now he's got more wins than me. But uh, I think at Kings and Academy, he'll tell you that. and he'll tell you that too. Like we both day. were hired the same year, and I'm pretty sure I have more wins at Kings Academy than Murray does. <laughs> so that's true. A, a wins per year well, at the Kings Academy for sure, for sure. But um, and I mean, um, wins per year if it was just career-wise, obviously Coach Smith will blow you out of the water because he's a lot older. Dang, that's a really aggressive go. way to I like say that. it. Oh, love you, I love like you that. Coach Smith. Fair, there you fair. go. 
All right, which which rip we pulling tomorrow? Christmas classic. Uh, So he likes coming to all blue. I call the blueberry look. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the blueberry. The kids love to make fun of that. Yeah, I know they do. But like when I like I'm from Chicago, I wore sweatsuits all the time. So (laughs) honestly, I thought I had to wear slacks and like polos every time. And then not really. They were like, no, you kind of whatever you feel good. And I said, all right. So I got I ordered a whole bunch of sweatsuits and. I'm going to go blueberry tomorrow, probably with uh, – Blueberry. I love the What about a Santa hat? I think I'm going to go with the Carolina blue Jordan ones tomorrow too. Oh, Just my to gosh. keep them. They haven't, they, they haven't seen those yet, so. Is that the ones you were talking about? Yeah. The, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Carolina yeah. blue. That's – I mean, Coach. That is big time. You got to get something for the Christmas spirit. What about like a like a Santa hat? Or you like tape an elf on a shelf to your shoulder or something? Well, I could go with a, a bright red, you know. Murray Santa Smith. Suit, the Murray Smith <laughs> Santa suit. The straight up red on red. I don't have a red one, though. I have, you know, blue and black and silver and gray. Coach Race likes to keep it business as usual yeah. with these with these fits. He's trying to win. Okay. So maybe after you can go the Christmas route. Um, speaking of Christmas, if you could get anything right now for Christmas, anything, what would it be? I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, um, I know you weren't. Anything. Anything. I mean, I, honestly, I would take like a, a Bucky's uh, – <laughs> I would take a Bucky's uh, brisket I sandwich. About that. I mean, I, it, I was talking to Adam about that because I've oh. never been to – well, I've been to a Bucky's, never ate there, though. Well, apparently – That was better. your fault. It's over Wawa, apparently. Yeah, yeah Bucky's is better than Wawa. Once again, we can do the – That's insane. Bucky's is Jordan and LeBron is Wawa. That's where oh, we are with this. <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep going back to that. So, but I can't even believe there's something that much better to Wawa. Like, oh, it's unbelievable. And Adam is from Philly, so Wawa is him, and he even admitted. No, it. he was shocked. We went to Jacksonville with the team, and he couldn't Crazy. believe it. it. We stopped. We planned our trip home to hit Bucky's at lunchtime. That was how good that was. <laughs> it's massive too, right? It's unbelievable. Huge. You can sit in there for an hour just wandering around. <laughs> it's crazy food. in there, too. It's oh. an outlet mall. Um, I went to a Bucky's in Georgia over the summer, and it was it was like a mob in there. There were so many people. It was just filled to the brim. It's that brisket sandwich. Oh, that's yes. great. That's what I'm hearing. Now, Coach Evans even said it's really good, and he's a Alabama guy. Yeah. Barbecue is life, and this is a gas station. It's um, it's not a gas station. It's, it's not. It's not. That's, that's what I'm finding out. It's not well, actually a gas it's station. Great. If you want just gas station food, go to Seven Eleven. Go there for the food, and the gas just kind of yeah, whatever happens. at that point. Well, Coach that's all Evans I got. Does make some pretty good uh, barbecue, though. He does. He does. Yes, he for, does. Uh, especially for his weight training program. Yeah. So get in that. But Chris, thanks, man. I appreciate you joining us on the all podcast. Right. No, anytime. And, uh, I, I Christmas classic time. tomorrow, Friday, twelve ten and twelve eleven. So come out. Uh, you guys play 6 o'clock tomorrow? We play at 6. We play uh, Royal Palm Beach. Royal Palm Beach High, 6 o'clock tomorrow. Then they will play either – we're going to say that finals game. I just like to be optimistic, but we'll – I already wrote it on the it, the board, I mean, the bracket board in there. Thank I goodness, because I did as well. Let's <laughs> I hope so, too, because I cleared my schedule for that one, too. Let's yeah. go. Like when I was putting out my uh, schedule for them to sign up, I was like, guys, we're going to be the last two games. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, Got to be. Sure. So they'll be no at 1 o'clock. On Saturday, championship of the Christmas Classic. Come so. see the Carolina Blue the Car- yeah. Jordan 1. If you're going to come for anything, Jordans. come for those Jordans. Let's come on. go. All right. And maybe see somebody in a uh, lion suit and a Santa hat. Uh, that's a teaser. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe I haven't got approved yet, so we'll find out. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris. Thanks for joining. Thank you very much. All I right, appreciate man. it. See you.